Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh, find her. Shit. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to two special episodes of Wild Panama. Listen to me. <laughs> That's old school. Uh, I see things a little differently. Um, a little out of practice, as you guys can tell, I think. Didn't we do a review of the Rumble? I think we did. So essentially what's been going on is, and yes, I, for the record, I have been ignoring you guys on Instagram. So what happened was, what happened is, is that I knew I was not going to get to Elimination Chamber until 1 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, which means it would have been 3 a.m. East Coast Time. So I, what I mean, I went dark. All week I was dark. All last week I was dark because of Ant-Man. And because of the elimination chamber. And it's funny because I had, had a, a little argument with somebody, Jonathan Nestor, because he's a fuckface. Because legitimately, I usually go, this is legit truth, I always go into Marvel movies knowing something about the movie. Some way, somehow, I've known something about the movie. Not even something that someone spoiled. It's just someone that, something that someone's told me just in passing or whatever. So this was the first Marvel movie since the Avengers, the first Avengers movie, that I knew nothing going in. Obviously, we all have our theories. And I was like, you know what? I want to go in fresh. So I, I, I went dark all week. And I knew I didn't want the main event spoiled, even though I kind of figured what was going to happen. But I said, I don't want anything. So so legitimately, I just ignored everything and everybody. And my Instagram followers have gone up significantly since I went on hiatus, um, which is funny because like when I was asking you motherfuckers <laughs> to follow me when when I had a show going every week, you guys wouldn't follow me. Then I then I go on hiatus. Like I think some of you guys thought I was joking. Either way, I appreciate the follows. Um, but yeah, I, I had I lost count. I lost count. It wasn't even a lot of people I counted. I think I got up to like eighty or something like that. And it it was my DMs just blew up, and I was like, holy crap, like. All right, and you know I could see that I could, I could you see like a little preview of it, but you can't see the entire message. So I said, "Hey, what do you think about blocked off?" So I legitimately just, I just lost count. I was like, "You know what? I should probably do like a random show." I'm, I'm house sitting tonight, or I've been house sitting for a week now, but I had nothing to do tonight, and I was like, "You know what? Let me let me figure something out." So, um. Yeah, so I don't know. I was gonna start with wrestling show, but except we're gonna this is being recorded Monday at like eight p.m. Mountain Time. So like the Monday show is gonna be out really late, but the Wednesday show will be out you know at normal time. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> Let's just start with the Monday show since I'm already in the zone here. So the things the topics we're gonna do, we're gonna have some random topics here. Let's <coughs> excuse me. Let's get a drink of water first, because I'm, I'm like in my thoughts with so many things. I'm trying to figure out where I want to start. Let's start with Elimination Chamber thoughts. All right. So just transparency, I've only seen one match on, on it. I've not seen the Chamber matches, nothing, 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 anything else. I'm actually, as I, once I'm done recording these two episodes, I'm actually going to go and watch those Chamber matches. I heard they were both fantastic. Um, 
mainly the men's match, but, I, but also both ma- matches. But I legit only wanted to watch the main event. Like it was one of those times where I said I need to focus on this. The storytelling, the, the match was what it was. It was a great ovation for Sami Zayn. The match was what I expected. The fact that you have Sami Zayn's wife and, and kid and family in the crowd, which obviously that made sense. Um, and you have Roman talking to them and you have the wife saying he loved you and just the storytelling where it's like both sides are brokenhearted, you know? And I, once again, I do not change my, my mind. <laughs> A lot of you guys were trying to change my mind after you heard my views after the Royal Rumble. Uh, this is Sami Zayn, dude. I don't, I don't look here, man. I see people doing bad shit. I stay the fuck away from them, man. <laughs> that bottom line, I stay the fuck away from them. They're doing bad shit. I'm like, oh, you want to be a bad person? I stay away. Sami Zayn went into the fire, and this is what happens. So now I, I don't feel sorry for Sami Zayn. So let's leave that the fuck alone. Um, but I thought it was great storytelling. Uh, they, they, they're, they're keeping it going because they, they still have another, what, over a month to, to WrestleMania. So you still have Jaded who, who did make a decision. But in many ways, Sami Zayn made that decision when he speared him. So that could be the the, the the catalyst for that. But also, I'm I was watching a snippet from Raw tonight. And Kevin Owens just said he did it so that way his family wouldn't have to watch him get beat down. But he does not want to tag with him. So they're not there yet. You know, that moment, they're, they're saving that moment. Um, which is fine. You know, it makes sense. Um, and I also saw a little snap picture of uh, Lita and Becky Lynch holding up the tag team championships. The women's tag team championships, obviously. So is that the match for Mania? Like damage control versus Lita? And I, I, I thought that was very interesting. Um, also, you have Omos challenging Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania. Why would anyone want to see that fucking match? That sounds fucking awful. That sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> I just was reading notes. And I, I, I saw that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, but it was what I expected to be. The atmosphere was crazy. If you're Roman Reigns, that this is... Obviously, this, these last three years are going to be the highlight of your career. The Tribal Chief stuff. The Shield, obviously, is a whole separate thing. But as far as a singles run, this will be the greatest singles run he's ever had. He won't get another one like it. This ain't the 70s, 60s. Like, Bruno Martino had two runs that were remarkable in a different time. For as much as people are dying for him to lose it, and he's gone through everyone on the roster, essentially, with the exception of what AJ Styles? He's not Brock Lesnar. Excuse me, um, Bobby Lashley. With the exception of a few people, because they've been able to tell great storytelling, it's made people forget about that. It's made people question who should win, which is just great storytelling at the end of the day. But here's my thing. I think the only way this should end is with Reigns. Looking up at the lights, WrestleMania second night, main event with Cody Rhodes. I just don't see if you keep him going to a thousand days, that's cool. But what do you do after that? And then you kind of kill Cody's momentum because then what do you do with him after that? You know, like I, I they're not bringing down the bloodline. Are taking gold from the show, and that's the way I get the way they're gonna say they air quotes air quotes air quotes took him down. But the reality is, Cody is the face. Cody can be the face. He was the face of AEW until Cody messed up. And Cody has said he fucked that up. So he's been the face of a company before. 
He's been a former world champion. He's been an NWA champion, ROH champion. Um, he can do that. He can do this. And also, something really fast on a side note. Uh, I thought it was very interesting was when Cody said that uh, his belt at WrestleMania will have all the logos of the indie companies. Uh, because pretty much that that's what helped him become a main event WrestleMania. Uh, that, that that helped him become a superstar. So if that's actually true and he's, and, and WWE is going to allow him to do it, uh, I, that's going to be really fucking cool. Now I do now. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I remember and this is a probably a bad person to mention right now, but I I, I just it made me think of this. Um, Velveteen Dream. At one point in time, there was a it was it was a takeover. And Velveteen Dream had pants and spray painted on pants was Vince Call Me Up. And after the, the, the pay-per-view, they were doing those media calls. And Triple H said, that's probably something I should approve or not approve of. And I guess he had told Velveteen Dream, there's some calls you want and there's some calls you don't. And he just kind of left it at that. But it was cool just to see that. So Triple H didn't, I guess, approve those. Velveteen Dream just kind of did on his own. But I can see Triple H allowing Cody to do it because, I mean, he went. He, he needed to go through both. He needed to go through his first run in WWE. Then he needed to go through what he went through in the Indies. But anyways, um, that those were my only thoughts on Chamber because I only watched one match. The, the story had to be told the way it had to be told. I think they overdid it a little bit. Um, but the reality is, Reigns had to keep the belt. You, if you're gonna, when you beat Reigns, it has to be with someone like Cody. It just has to. It can't be Sami Zayn. Because Sami Zayn, I feel like his NXT World Championship run is what his main event championship run will be. It won't be a lengthy run. It'll be him winning the good, the good feel moment, good feel, feel good moment. I, that I, I said that completely fucking backwards. The feel good moment, and then after that, um. I could see him losing it immediately because he's that type of face. Like, Shawn Michaels shouldn't have had a six-month, eight-month title run in uh, 96. But like, Shawn Michaels is, is a baby face, even though he eventually turned, yeah, he turned heel in Madison Square Garden in 96. He's much better chasing. Usually, top baby faces are much better chasing. So, those are my quick thoughts on Elimination Chamber. I also saw a report where it said Vince McMahon is looking to Sell WWE for $9 billion. That's a lot of money. Um, and Endeavor, the team who owns uh, UFC, wants to on saying they're only worth $10 billion, though. So they would need some help. I mean, look, it's going to be sold um, more sooner than later, probably. Um, and only time will tell what is going to happen. Um, I'm confident that whoever buys I see if Endeavor buys it. If you look at what they did, what they did with UFC, they haven't done anything different. Like I'm sure there's some infrastructure stuff like that we won't know about because we're not we don't work for the company is different. But as far as like they're letting Dana White and these people who make the matches do what they need to do, they're they're very hands off. And the fact that Dana White even still has a job after being called on camera smacking his wife, I mean they're clearly clearly hands off. And like the fact that he's smacking his wife while he has a show, brand new show on air called Slap Fight or whatever the fuck it's called. That's rich um but yeah dude like there's someone's gonna buy it and someone's gonna and if Vince wants nine million i can see someone doing nine million here's the problem though if Vince wants nine million so wants to be a part of the company i don't think he's getting nine million and now if he's just outright selling it that's a different story 
But if he wants nine million and he wants to be back in his chair, I don't see anyone paying. I just don't. Not if he's not if he's a part of the package like that. He can be a part of the package, but not like that. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? That's just I don't see that happening. Um, Kenny Omega. So let's rewind. New Japan's Battle in the Valley happened this past week, same day as um, Elimination Chamber. And Okada retains, and Mercedes Monet is the new women's champion. Um, her and Kyrie Sane went, or Kyrie, excuse me, went 25 minutes, great match. Uh, she's the new champion, which we all knew that was going to happen. You don't bring her in unless she's going to win a championship, which she did. Um, but also on that show. Eddie Kingston, in probably his first big win in years, defeated Jay White. And now Jay White is completely gone from New Japan. He's clearly going to WWE with all these stipulations they're putting on shit. But he's gone. Um, David Finley then came out hanging with Shalali. And then said that essentially he became the new member. He, the new How I took that was he's the new leader of Bullet Club. So if you don't care for, Jay, uh, for not Jay White, but uh, David Finley, uh, you're kind of out of luck. Anyways, um, it's clear it's going to WWE. It, it just says, it's just, let's just put this to say that. Um, but WWE has their eyes on another prize, Kenny Omega, who they really believe they can land. Now, Omega and the Bucks have always been complimentary, always been complimentary of Triple H. They say when they were in negotiations in 2017, he was very nice to them. It just what came down to was dollars and cents, and they still want to do certain things. Now, here's the, here's the issues. Triple H would have to convince them to get certain things off their mind. Like Kenny Omega, had, Kenny Omega, excuse me, has a provision in his contract. Even with AEW having a working relationship with New Japan, there's a provision in Kenny Omega's contract that says he's allowed to work New Japan dates as long as they don't conflict with AEW dates. So that's obviously means something to him if it's enough to have you put that in a contract, right? So it's one of those situations that's kind of interesting to me because I'm just like, man, like, what exactly are you going for here? When I say that, I mean, he, he, Omega has made it clear a dream match of his is him versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Uh, the Bucks have said that they want to wrestle New Day. Like they're all friendly with the New Day. New Day and, and the Elite are very friendly with each other. When they see each other at these video game conventions and shit like that, they always have pictures and shit like that. Um, and they do. They have no fear in fucking posting them. You know. Let me say this. I was not too happy when Cody left AEW. Selfish reasons, obviously. I wanted to fucking autograph. <laughs> However, it was the right move for him. Now, fairness to AEW on that note, Cody has said a lot of the ideas that trapped him were his ideas. Him not being able to challenge for the world championship. Him doing just stupid shit, right? Those were his ideas. He's admitted to that. But if Omega was to then go, Bucks are going right after him. So all your EVPs who started the competition will then be with you. Which is not hard to believe. Uh, no, it would not be a death blow. It would be very embarrassing uh, for Tony Khan. Um, but he's also thing that's very interesting. Mike Tyson had the Undertaker on his podcast, and uh, Tyson said that he would. His exact quote was, "I would much rather show up and appear for WWE instead of AEW, and AEW pays me more." That is rough. I was just talking to someone the other day, 
And I was like, because I used to work in strip clubs, as you guys know. And I, and this one chick who was like completely deflated, because she was like trying to throw her vagina at a guy. And he said, "Oh no, I don't. I wouldn't. I even if you gave it to me for free, I would not have sex with you." Those were his words. I said, "That's tough. That's tough when you're throwing yourself at someone. And someone's like, oh no, sweetheart, God bless you. That's rough.'" Essentially, that's what Tyson just said. Even though you're throwing yourself at me, I really don't actually want to appear for your show. That's fucking tough. But it would be tougher if they lose all the elite. Legitimately, the company is built around... When I say built around, I mean, like, the name of the elite is in the company. <laughs> um, and they do so much else for the company. Like, Kenny Omega is heading the Fight Forever video game. Um... Those would be names that are hard to replace. They could be replaced, though. No, excuse me. They could, they can't be replaced, but someone would have to step up in that place. Does that make any sense? Because um, I, I definitely am not one of those people. I don't believe that people are replaceable. You're not replacing Michael Jackson. Fuck all the way off. You're not replacing Prince. There's someone that will eventually move in to break records like Drake or somebody like that, but there's no one that's going to replace that particular talent. Um, my thoughts on it are just... Look here, they gotta do what they gotta do to make themselves happy. And Kenny Omega is about to be forty soon. I'm pretty sure he has one big contract left in him. And as far as like all the mileages mileages on his body, who knows if he has a full run in WWE on it in him. You know, AJ Styles is forty five. You know, he's already made known that this this contract is his last contract as a full time wrestler. You know, he has a broken ankle right now, so he's out for a, 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 who knows. Um so uh, that's that that would be a big deal. That would be a really big deal. Um, so those are the only things that I've been asked to talk about, and those are the things that really trigger me right now. As far as the standing of AEW goes, I've been enjoying them. They they've been putting on great wrestling shows. They've been putting on great wrestling shows. Um, I just I feel like. The blood, the bloodline, no, without a shadow of a doubt, the bloodline stuff is the hottest thing in wrestling. So no matter what, they they, they won't have the claim to air quotes again having the best storyline going because they, they 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 don't. They have storyline, they have storylines going on, but the bloodline thing is just the thing that everyone's anticipating. Like I'm anticipating WrestleMania this year because it's like last year I was going to WrestleMania like okay cool and it was end up being a dope show, but it was like. Nothing really there to me. Like, example, like Shazam, Fury of the Gods is coming out next month. There's no hype behind it. Same thing with Black Adam. There's no hype behind it. Like, we talked about this in October. There's nothing about This WrestleMania has buzz. It's had buzz since August. Like, AEW does not have that buzz. Am I excited to watch AEW? I'm excited to watch AEW every fucking week, though. But they don't have the buzz because like, there's not that main storyline that's grabbing me. Like, the main event... Is Brian Danielson versus MJF, which I'm looking forward to an Iron Man match. I'm watching Revolution, but I get all that. But it's like the bloodline thing is just taking over wrestling. It's just too the storytelling is too good to not want to be a part of it. Like I'm, even though I was born at the time, I was maybe two or three when uh, the, the the Mega Power story happened. I wasn't that's a that was a full year story. You know, um that was a full year story. I I know it now because I've watched it. I've been able to watch it because of WWE Network, because of VHS tapes and shit like that. But like I didn't watch it live. 
I was I didn't know I was I wasn't old I was nowhere near old enough to understand or comprehend. I was three years old probably if, if I was that probably one, but like being alive at this time to see these stories and to see this play out, even if it is predictable, it's just the way they're pulling you in. It's just wild. It's just wild. So I, this just has the, until Reigns has his three, has his shoulders on the mat for a three count, this will be the most compelling thing in wrestling. So, but AEW's doing their thing too. Can't, it's just, it's just there. It's like Impact. They're doing their thing. NWA doing their thing. It's just they don't have this compelling story right now. Right now it's WWE's turn. Once this once this is over, who knows what the next story will be? You know, we had this just last year with Hangman and or two years ago with Hangman and uh, Omega. That was the compelling story to see if Hangman can do it. So, just what it is right now. So, anyways, that's your Monday show. I said it's gonna be out really fucking late. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna stop recording this. Um, jump on and immediately record Wednesday show. That way we'll have that out on Wednesday at like normal time. Like I usually drop it like 3 a.m. Mountain time, so it's like 5 a.m. West Coast. Uh, I mean uh, East Coast time. Um, but yeah, guys, that, those are my thoughts on it. I, yes, I have been ignoring you fuckers because I've been trying to just enjoy and watch it without being spoiled. Um, so that's why that happened. So, anyways, that is the show for, for Monday. Well, I'm gonna get to Wednesday right now. <laughs>